from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Credit Union rock stars are typically noted for their selflessness and dedication to others. Sherry Saplinski and Ernessa Bielan are no exception. I'm Ron Jose, Senior Editor with CUNA News. Sherry Saplinski, Operations Administrator for the Business Operations Team in Commercial Banking at Capcom Federal Credit Union in Albany, New York, has committed her legacy to volunteer work, both at the credit union and in her personal life. Arnessa Bielan, Call Center Supervisor at BECU in Tequila, Washington, has found that a career in cooperative financial services allows her to express herself while creating change within her workplace and community. They're among 31 credit union leaders named as 2021 Credit Union Rockstars by Credit Union Magazine. Sponsored by Fiserv, the Credit Union Rockstars program recognizes outstanding credit union professionals and volunteers from a wide range of disciplines for their exceptional creativity, innovation, and passion. We'll start with Sherry Saplinski. You're noted for your volunteer work at Capcom. What is your volunteer role at the credit union? What are you involved in? Capcom has a foundation where they go out and they set everything up for volunteer work. And then you can sign up for different events of what you would like to participate in. So what I've been trying to do, my goal for this year is try to participate at least once a month. And the volunteer work is for everybody. So I can't be greedy and expect to get assigned, you know, picked because several people will sign up. So every month I just go out there and I look to see what's available and I'll sign up and see if I get picked. And sometimes if there's not a lot of volunteers signed to something, I'll commit to that one. So you want to get picked as much as possible, it sounds like. Yeah, you know, and they have reached out before to me where they were short a couple of volunteers or something, and they've asked if I could help, and, and I will. It's just a little goal that I made for myself. Last year, I might have done it like three or four times, but this year, I understand it better, and it's full force. So you're also involved in rescuing pets. Is that away from the credit union? Yes, that's totally separate. I've been in dog rescue probably for over eight years now. So what do you do there? I started out just doing a um, once a week, just going to adoption clinics and meeting people and talking to them about the dogs that we had to offer. And then it spanned to fostering dogs, bringing them home into our home. So now I have them in my house. Right now I have two fosters. I take them to their vet appointments their medicine. I treat them just like they're a family member. You know, they're just one of the pack. And then when they're ready for adoption, when they've had all their medicals and everything and they're ready for adoption, people will fill out applications. The rescue group will post them on Facebook and Pet Finder and they'll get the applications and then they'll review them and do vet references and everything. And when they find a good one that they like, they'll send it to me and I call the person and see if it's a good fit for the dog. And if it is a good fit, I'll do a home visit. And then if everything works out, the dog will stay with them. Yeah, actually, I've gone through that process as an owner, so I am a little familiar with it. So why is volunteering such a priority for you? About eight years ago, I was going through like some dark times. I had a family member that had a rough patch and a lot of it was falling on me. And I was kind of depressed. And I was thinking about 
getting older and what would my legacy be after and everything. So I decided to start to volunteer. I didn't know anybody. I had no idea what I was getting into. And I just reached out to a rescue group. And I met a lot of great friends and it just kept growing. You're also involved with Capcom's Diversity and Inclusion Group. Can you tell me a little bit about that effort? So Capcom created the diversity group. And I grew up in an area that we really didn't have a lot of diversity and I didn't know a lot about it. So I thought that this was a great way to sign up, learn about more, get some education. And as I signed up, I got picked to be a committee member. And I wasn't really expecting that. I was just expecting to just learn and kind of sit back and listen. But it was a great opportunity. I was able to work with different departments. We had like our own group and stuff. And then we had the big diversity group. And then things were growing so fast. They did a restructuring where they restructured on how the whole group was going to work. So I'm not like on the chair anymore. I'm involved in the group, but not like a chairperson. Great to see this little group take off so fast. So what kind of things have you learned? I learned that there is a lot of holidays out there that people celebrate. We created a calendar for the entire year. And there's a lot of holidays within every month. And then we would reach out to different coworkers to see if they would want to share their holiday, you know, about what they do. I enjoyed reading them because I would reach out to them and they would answer our questions and then they would send it back to me. And I really enjoyed reading them and seeing that most of the holidays all revolve around food. That was never brought to my attention. But when I think about when we celebrate, it's always about food too. That just picked something out. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, food brings people together. It does, you know? Yeah. So you're operations administrator for the commercial banking team. So what are you doing in that role? Currently, what I'm doing is I'm working with the small businesses. So we have the lenders that go out and they get the loans and they get approved. And then I'll create the documents for the members to sign. And I've really enjoyed doing this piece because I love seeing what the members are buying watching their businesses grow, creating the relationship and helping them out after with, you know, if they have questions on their account. There's a lot of equipment out there that I didn't know existed. And it's, I enjoy it. The cash management side, the digital side, we've got our mobile app up and running. And then we were able to release the check deposit for our business members. I enjoy doing all that and seeing it through the process and just watching the digital side grow. And it is one of the fastest growing areas in your credit union, correct? We're growing fast. I wasn't expecting that, but it's good to see on how it's growing. Why is it so successful? Well, I started in 2018. And at that time, we have different leadership. We changed our focus to relationship lending. So it's more about lending and building that relationship with a member and getting you know, they keep coming back to Capcom for different loans. There was a larger focus put on multi-tenant real estate. And a lot of it's customer service, you know, just building the relationships. Everybody offers the same programs, but you can only offer your special customer service. And it's just working with the members and building a lot of really good relationships. In your nomination, you were described as a take charge person in a very complimentary way. 
How does that help you in each of these roles, whether it's on the commercial banking team or as a volunteer? Does that come into play here? It does. Our former president used to call me the silent giant. And when she called me that, I, I just thought about it. And it is true because I kind of sit back and I'm quiet. But when I see something that I can take action on, I do it. Capcom has, they like everybody within the credit union to volunteer. So our department, the commercial group, I don't want us on the list. So let's make sure everybody volunteers. So on my own, I just reached out to everybody in our department. And I said, look, if anybody wants to volunteer and they don't want to go alone, I'll go with you. I'll sign up. We'll go. We can enjoy it. And I've done this quite a few times and everybody's actually had fun and they want to do it again. It's just, if I see an opportunity, I'll just move forward. Here's Arnesa Bielan. In your Rockstar nomination, you were described as a disruptor for good. What does that mean to you? Yeah, so when I think about being a disruptor for good, I think about being okay with change. I actually feel like I'm an advocate for change, but then really thinking about how to change up existing norms and traditions. I'm not against tradition, but I like thinking through, well, have we ever thought about doing something differently? Especially when it comes to being a young professional and being in the credit union space. Credit unions, traditionally, we can be a bit conservative, right? And that's for good meaning and for good reason. But it's always important to me to think about, well, how can we still make a good impact on our communities and just change up how we're doing it? That's so true. And I mean, things are changing so much, too, in the past year and a half that we need agents of positive change and good change. One of the vehicles that you're using for change is the Black Indigenous People of Color Employee Group. Can you tell me about your work with uh, BEC's BIPOC Employee Community Group? Absolutely. So BECU, we actually have nine different employee resource groups. And so each of those groups are based on a protected class. Some are based on race. Some are based on mobility, right? So there are some that are for African-Americans, Asian-American Pacific Islander, Latinx. We have a Pride Advocacy Collective. We have a veterans group. And so I'm the chair for BAC. That's our Black Alliance Cooperative for Black identifying employees and all allies as well. And we focus on cultural awareness, education, and community building. Employee mental health is something you're passionate about. That goes hand in hand with the BIPOC employee community. How is that related to your inclusion efforts? Absolutely. Mental health is something that not only do I, I live with, but it is really, to me, it's seamless when we think about diversity, equity, and inclusion, because we have to think about diversity of mind and including all those who may think differently and process how they think and feel differently. So to me, mental health is probably the topic that is, it's so nuanced. And of course, there are laws around disclosing medical history and medical information at work. So it makes it very complicated to tackle. But to me, it's all about ensuring that all people are allowed to be free and how they react and respond to things. So what kind of work are you doing in that area? Yeah. So one of the things I'm involved with is we have a, a fantastic mindfulness community. Do you know what mindfulness is? Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. Mindfulness is a practice of really allowing yourself to be fully in the present and acknowledge your feelings for what they are. 
It's a, a meditation practice, but it's called mindfulness. And we have one of our leaders in the organization. His name is James Cress. And last year he started up a group. And it started off just being a few people coming together on a Zoom call every Friday. And now it's a recurring meeting where people from across the organization come together and we do a mindfulness exercise. We focus on a specific topic, you know, once per week. And we leave with a mantra or something that we're going to meditate on for the next week. And I have found it so helpful. So many of the people who join really mentioned how it just helps to reset your frame of thinking for the next week. Is that been embraced by your fellow employees? It has. We see people from different business units joining this meeting. It's open to the entire organization. We normally have it on Friday mornings. We do a little bit of stretching and it's just, it's awesome. I really feel like we're thought leaders in incorporating a meditation technique into the workday. How do you think that helps the quality of work at PECU? I think what it first does is it creates psychological safety. So for all of us who are there, we have this sense of understanding and acceptance of each other. So like, hey, we're all showing up. We may show up with different emotions, different feelings, but we're all here to learn and to support each other. So I think that's the biggest takeaway. But then also it leaves you with a tangible step and advice on how to be your best self. If I'm going to embrace my day and be present in whatever I'm going through, I can still be the best version of Arnessa. So let's talk about your day-to-day -day duties. You're a supervisor in BECU's call centers, and call centers are really high-touch, high-pressure, high-volume jobs that keep the needle moving at credit unions. So how do you keep your employees motivated and focused on not just serving members, but the credit union difference? I've been in the call center in some form during the entire 10 years I've been at BECU. So I feel very privileged in that I understand that world very well. It is the place where I learned everything I know about credit unions and, and what really sold me to the movement. And so what I tell myself all the time is, despite the routine, right? Because a call center job is, you know, call after call, day after day, stats, you know, metrics, it can become very routine. But if you push aside the routine, Remember that you're speaking to people, you're speaking to members who you are the face of BECU to them. Their being in the credit union movement and their excitement about it can often hinge on their interaction with you. And when you see it from that lens, it actually gives you such pride and dignity. You begin to see it as I'm not just someone who's in the seat, but I am someone who's helping to keep this member in this movement that's really out to enhance their financial literacy get them in a place where they really understand their finances, that they are having products and services that have reasonable rates and products they can understand. And my little five-minute call is a part of that larger experience. I always want them to see the bigger picture because I believe that if you don't recognize the purpose in what you do, you will quickly find yourself unenthusiastic about it. What advice would you have for other young professionals on their path to success in credit union land? Honestly, is to not compare your journey to anyone else's. Our generation, I'm a millennial, and our generation, and even I feel like with Gen Z as well, we are surrounded by looking at other people's lives, right? Social media, <laughs> all forms of media. We're a consumption generation, right? So it's very easy to look at others and think, oh, well, they're doing this, and what should I be doing over here? 
But when I think about a journey, a journey is based on how you react to the different hills and valleys that your life takes and your career takes. And so when you compare yourself to someone, even if you have good intentions, it will ultimately defeat you. And I believe also it'll defeat your relationships because you're not able to see yourself clearly because you're always thinking about what you lack, right? But you're also not able to fully celebrate others because you're too busy being envious of them. And so that's something that I feel like it's not on paper. You can't teach someone to have self-awareness and to learn how to celebrate themselves. But if you really learn how to do that, there's nothing you can't do. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio.